You naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> I don't even know why I started saying that. You make way for naughty. Naughty. Uh, I'll uh, sprout on your uh, belly button. Um, it's kind of weird how belly buttons actually, when you get really sweaty, why do belly buttons smell like sweaty booty hole? It's like, I don't know what's worth. What's worse, bad breath or a bad belly button? Well, I guess uh, I guess both are technically. Uh, there's a lot of bees there. Bad belly button. It's like a, you know, a triple B, like big baller brand. Um, but the bad breath or a bad belly button. Well, unless you have an Audi, and uh, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with driving an Audi. But um, is that why they're called Audis? Because I think typically, like in German and other countries, it's more common to actually have like an Audi in the belly button. So. Maybe that's why Audis are the name. Because, you know, there's always a reason for everything. Um, it's like a secret society. Um, the secret society of nasty belly buttons. I'm pretty sure there's probably a real fetish out there. It's like, I have a thing for the Audis. Um, it's like, all right, I guess it's a good thing I stay inside. Um, <laughs> uh, except when you pull out the little cotton strands because you're a sweater. Um, <laughs> okay, that's what happens when you wear a sweater, and it's not sweater weather. All right. All right. Welcome to episode 188 of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson. I am your host, Clint Nelson. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell on all apps, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Uh, you got to make time for that. Uh, recording this on April 10th. 410. It's like 310 to Yuma, but a month late. Um, <laughs> uh, recording this on April 10th, 2023 at 12.04 uh, a.m. Eastern. Basically four minutes after midnight. All technicality shit. But yeah. Oh, God. Oh, whoa. Since I come recording like once or twice a week, but post once or twice a week and I'm always a couple episodes ahead so about to post 186 tonight and record 188 so try to stay ahead of the chains um chain gang um but yeah whoo stress stress is a real thing I've been feeling uh very I, I something I've been very good about and something I take a lot of pride in is I don't stress a lot. I really don't. Because I actually don't worry about things I should worry about. I completely ignore them at all costs. <laughs> Seriously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm very good about like not worrying about things that like would cause over long stress. And I just get mad over little irritated things like people having their AirPods while they're walking around talking. Um, people that take the easy, uh, bar curl to the peck deck machine and then they're doing superset, but they're not even exercises that you would superset together, but you know what, whatever, it's cool. Um, who am I? Things like that. Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, you're not even working out your arms. Like, I know I'm working legs, but it's just the fucking point. You look like a fucking, like so, some old lady's going to trip over that. It's Sunday, baby. And it's Easter. Um, even though she can't ovulate, you know, so gotta watch out for the eggs. 
Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of ironic that on Easter I bought three dozen or three 18 count eggs. So I basically bought 54 eggs on Easter. Um, the, the, I don't know why I brought that up. Um, I just kind of found it interesting. It, it does suck. I actually, here's the, I, before I get into stress, I, I'll tell you, I hate these random holidays. And I know Easter is not a random holiday. Um, cause apparently it's, it's actually a pretty, uh, meaningful Christian holiday type of thing. But when it throws the biggest wrenches of inconvenience on typically on days where that's your only day to really catch up and restock and kind of reset yourself. And when places are closed at certain times and this and that, you need to get this and that place is closed, this place is closed early. It just throws everything the fuck off and it irritates the fuck out of me. These little weird holidays like this and like Labor Day and um, like... Trying to even think, I don't know, like full, like holidays that are kind of, like Good Friday. Like, I don't even know what day Good Friday is, but that's like a holiday where things actually close early. People are actually off of work randomly. It's like these holidays are like, hey, like the vitamin shop, I need to get my pre-workout. You don't have to close early. Like, I, they probably weren't even open today. Like, you're telling me people on Easter aren't going to come in there and see, like, hey, do you have any, like, Easter? That would be a good flavor for, like, protein shake or pre-workout. They had, like, the Easter cream, the orange cream that they used to put in those Easter chocolate things. Like, the Cradberry. Is it Cradberry? I don't know. Or the Bradberry. Yeah. Cadbury. It's Cadbury. Ah. But... It's just those, uh, it's just like so fucking, I know, I know, oh, first world problems, Clint's acting like Karen, like, yeah, you know, I have my Karen moments, or my Kevin moments, because I guess that's the male version of Karen, where it's just like, it's so, like, the inconvenience, but it's like, it's my one, Sundays are my day to do shit, it's my day to actually do this podcast, it's my day to actually catch up on shit, and... When it happens to fall on, you know, Jesus' resurrection, you know what? I am. I, it's like my old podcast, though, three episodes ago. I am Jesus. I love Jesus. I found Jesus, whatever the title was. Basically, talking about, like, you know what? I might go start and seeing Jesus. And you know what? I don't know. I'm starting to have my second guesses. Um, <laughs> but, anyways. But, yeah. Enough of that. Stress. It's a real thing. Um, Did Jesus, like, you know, Jesus just resurrected just so we can have this, all this stress on us. Is that what it is? Damn, I I just remembered. It's the one close to me's birthday in a couple days. Oh, Jesus. Um, (laughs) Oh, oh. But, um, yeah. I, uh, stress is... Stress is not something I worry too much about. It's really not. I'm very good about compartmentalizing. Like, eh, you know what? Things will take care of itself. You keep putting the time to the process to work. But, man, like, I have all this payments and excess payments and all these things line up. Taxes are randomly coming up. And it's like, everything is just like, at once. It's like how this shit happened. Like, I feel like... This is how people go broke. It's not that they don't make money to 
make it's these weird things that happen in a synchronization of time that's unideal and it stacks up and then it wipes people clean and it discourages people and it gets people to sit outside of a church and beg for bread. Um, but no, seriously, it it's like it's it's those things just like damn man like you start thinking all I do is work just to pay things that are just the reason why we pay them is just because it's acceptable it's socially acceptable right it's like when you really think about it, when you're renting something or you're buying you mortgage something or you have payments for things like car payments you have um Wi-Fi, you have a power, random power bill. Like, why can't power just be included? I don't, never had that issue before, but fuck me. It's like, all you're basically doing is working to just make things keep going. You're literally working to just keep the light on. We'll leave the light on for you, baby. Um, And it's like, oh, uh, Okay. Because it doesn't even matter, even if you make more money, you typically adjust your cost of living to where everything typically evens out of your cost of living to what you make and all that stuff. And it just seems like, is this it? Is this like all that life is, is that we just work just to feel like we're being productive? Because if we don't have a job, we are quote-unquote bums. And then we have jobs and we do all this stuff. We take on these expenses because, you know, it's we're supposed to. And it's just got like, it got me thinking, like, why am I fucking working all this? Why the fuck am I? I have to make so much extra time. I have to make so much emphasis to have extra time to do things that could potentially make me a better living in the future. And it's like, huh, what? Is this really it? Is this as like, is this just how life is? You just kind of work to keep things going. Or, you know, is the real secret is that your job is, you know, whatever your job is, it doesn't feel like work. So you never work in a day in your life. It's like, yeah, but you're still doing something 10, 12 hours a day. No one wants to do anything 10 to 12 hours a day every fucking day. I don't care how much you enjoy it. I love exercising i love doing this podcast you think i want to like even if i had the technology to do this shit 10 hours a day you think i would want to do it for 10 hours a fucking day no because it takes the enjoyment part of the enjoyment is doing things in kind of strengths and lengths and kind of uh kind of <sighs> sprints i should say you do it kind of in sprinting fashion you sprint, boom, 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 and then you take a break because it makes you, like, get your wind back. Like, it gives you that high. When everything is just elongated and kind of drawn out, it bores it out. It makes it not fun. Um, But, no, the stress thing is a real thing because I've never really stressed over finances. I've never stressed over, really, anything that I should. Um... <laughs> Because I've always trusted myself that whatever it is, it's like, yeah, you know, I know myself. I know I'm going to do what I need to do. And I know things just happen and little hiccups here and there. But if you keep on putting the work, putting in the time, things will be all right. But it's just like, 
at some point you're like, can I just like enjoy things in my life? Especially when you have complications with relationships in your life with people. It certainly doesn't help. Like, you got to worry about this person's feelings, whether you're attending this from, you know, family members, whether you're, do you forget this? Like, like, how do I make time for everything, right? It's really the struggle to really make time. It's really the struggle to make time, make a living, and genuinely be happy with all that. And have health insurance. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nah, health insurance, eh, you know. Nothing will ever happen to me. Knock on wood. Booty, booty. Um, <laughs> nah, she said she had to go somewhere, but, you know. Said it will be more than an hour, and it's midnight. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have those problems. But, um, no. For real, it's uh, financial stress. Like, I kind of get it now. I honestly, I get why if you're married to someone, like, I get why people like lose their shit. I get why people like kidnap, <laughs> kidnap their wife and shit. Um, <laughs> uh, that sounds a lot more fucked up when the more I think about it. But, you know, hey, you know, I don't mean anything too real by it. Like, imagine... Imagine just like all these compounding things that we're just supposed to be cool and everything's just supposed to be, we're just supposed to be this cool customers about everything. And we're just supposed to put everything about ourselves to the side for X, Y, and Z. And I'm starting to, I think the more and more I've talked a lot about on this show about how I feel very... Like, oh, you should just take on this ownership in life and all this stuff. You know, you, you know, you should always, even if you're not ready, be ready. You know, you got to play the part before you actually are the part. It's like, hey, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready to financially take care of myself and other people and stuff. Maybe I'm not. Maybe if I were to have a kid tomorrow, I don't think having a kid would make I I mean I would do everything I would be motivated but I don't think it would completely like flip a switch to completely change my life for the better to have some click I don't think like all of a sudden these things I've been working towards would just pop off because I have a different approach I think you would just have the same problems with more stress and you would feel that pressure that maybe it would ignite something to really you probably have to do something different to make a living I don't know and that part would scare me. Being married and being responsible for someone else or couple someone else's. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, doing that at this point in my life. Like, I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think I am ready for that. And I think we all say, I think all of us do, you know, we, we want to embody being, you know, a, a leader for someone type of thing but the reality is it's really hard to be that when you don't even have time to take care of yourself and to actually find the enjoyment of things you want to do to completely evolve someone in your world and 
Because if you bring a kid into this world and you don't even have your hobbies, you don't even have your pursuits of what you want to do in place, what, do you, what, what, what can you really pass on to them? Like, you don't want to just pass on them that life is just about making a living and being able to take care of another person. Like, there's more to that. Even as dudes, like, I think we've just reduced, as men, we, we've just been reduced to these people that if we don't provide for people, then we are just complete nothings at that point in time. It's like, it's like, maybe, like, I just want to not have to do that. Like, at that point in my life. That's a that's the thing that I've like gone back and forth. It's like I'm all you know, I'm closer to 30 than 20. Like I'm 27, right? Like, do I want to try to have a kid by 30? Because that's like the magical age where like you gotta start thinking, do you wanna have a kid and then they're grown up by the time you're 50? Like 30's like you really gotta start like thinking about that stuff, right? I don't wanna have my first kid when I'm 36. Like I don't want that. But I do truly question if I'm mature enough to have it, have one at this point in time or in the next few years. Let me tell you, I'm not. <laughs> Anyone that knows me would be like, no, Clint, you're, you're absolutely not. You are completely inept. You completely don't have the patience. I, I may not stress about things, but I definitely do not have patience. I don't have patience with grown adults. I don't even have Patience with children. I get very annoyed very easily. But I think that's one of those things with age and stuff. You typically become a lot more. And that's one of those things when you have kids. At least what I've been told. Actually, I there was this woman I work with. I've only worked with her a few times. She only works at part-time. You know, she actually had a job where she was, uh, she was in charge of something at a hospital being, like, basically in charge of the inventory. Made pretty good money, but, you know, she had a child and, you know, they wouldn't work with her hours. So, you know, she had to kind of pivot and, but regardless of, you know, working where I work and she's making a little bit less than what she was doing for essentially the previous 10, 15 years of her life. She, she was genuinely a happy person because she loves, she loves being a mother. She, she absolutely does like and I even asked her like would you recommend having kids she's like absolutely yes she's like oh my god is the best she didn't even go into the fact that if it's stressful she's like no it's fucking amazing like and she 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 kind of went on and you you know sometimes people say that because they you feel like that's like the right thing to say and there's people that say it and you feel it like damn like this person actually means she she meant that shit like, I was like, damn, you trying, you know, no, I didn't, <laughs> but she seems like someone that, oh, like, this is someone that everything, like, in the outside of her life of this may happen, that may happen, but the child is, brings the majority of joy in her that makes all these other things a bigger purpose of why she's doing it or why anyone does this stuff, and Damn, this podcast turned into what is your purpose? Um, <laughs> God, I I actually don't like when I do these podcasts where I actually am trying to be more introspective in my thoughts on things, but because I don't, I'm not qualified for any of that shit. But I think I'm very relatable, and 
what I feel at points in time in my life. Um, but just uh, having those brief conversations with her and anyone that has kids and you tell actually enjoys being a parent. It's not that they're not going to tell you that it's hard. That's not hard. But they always say that it's worth it. And I'm like, okay. And I think about all the things I do that is hard. Or that I did that was hard. And it's very well worth it. And typically, it's a pretty good feeling when it's well worth it. Um, Have you earned it? Uh, today's sponsor, by the way, is uh, Caffeine from Dunkin' Donuts. About to go on a coffee detox because, you know, I want to be able to have a hard dick. Um, <laughs> that's just what the side effects say. I'm not saying that's me. I would never have a hard time with things getting hard around here. Um, even though I do have a hard time keeping the spiders out. Um, <laughs> uh, spider pig, spider pig. I do eat a lot of pork, so if I eat a spider... And cook it in my sausage. It's a spider pig. Alright, Clint. The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> I would not want a simp of a son. Ha <laughs> ha. I always, you know, actually, speaking on that, like, I got these, like, I've always wanted to have a son first. Because I always feel like, whatever your gender is, it's always easier to raise that as a child. Because you just have more of an understanding of how... You know how it is to be that and all that, so you have a different connection. But um, I don't. I I think recently, like I've thought about, I don't know, maybe I'd be. I think it'd be better to have a girl, a daughter at first, because you know, just throwing some shit to the wall here. I think having a daughter first may force me, and I hate the. And this, I'm I'm such an anti-believer, and have kids so you can better yourself but i do think there are effects of when you have children it changes the way you think about things like you're gonna like if i were to have a daughter i would probably stop using the word even in passing the word like bitches like you don't really see many fathers going around just even calling random girls bitches like it's not really a thing because it's like even if they want to say it, they're like, you know what, man, I have a daughter. When I say that word, it resonates. Eh, you know, whatever. I should say at least good fathers, but you know, whatever. Um, it's not really something the vocab, right? Most older men that you talk about, you see using the word bitches, are typically dudes who don't have children or dudes who aren't, who haven't had much of a successful life in the dating scene and respect for women and all that blah 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 yeah who cares anyways but it's uh i thought about that maybe having a daughter would kind of make me be a little more sensitive and less detached to um people's emotions right because I, I think I've realized recently in my life, and it's something I'm not proud of, but it's something I'm honest with myself about. Someone someone can be completely feeling sad and depressed and down. 
And typically when you're around someone and you have and you feel that from someone like you actually start feeling it yourself, I think it's called like an empath or whatever. I don't feel that one bit. I Maybe uh, someone's going to be like, oh, you're a sociopath. It's like, I don't know. I might be. Because I actually don't feel people's problems or emotions. I don't feel when someone is crying, I don't feel a need to cry. I don't have that. Oh, man, like, you know, their puppy is sick. Like, I'm like, damn, that's a that's unfortunate. And I would say just like that. That's not because I'm like this old, like nothing affects me. It's like legitimately I don't have that personal. I'm not even like that with myself. And that's that's probably a scarier part. But when you don't have it with yourself, I think it's like at least I'm consistent with myself and other people where there's those people that are like kind of obscene where they have nothing they feel of themselves, but they feel it with everyone else. And those people... Those people need the most help, right? The ones that will will cry about someone else's mother passing away, but their mother passes away, and they're just like, "Well, you know, she uh, she never let me sign up for ballet." It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> like, you know, she was never supportive of my dreams. It's like, what dreams? Um, yeah, sleep at me, a bitch. Um, she couldn't even sleep. <laughs> but nah, it's, um... There's a, there's this thing where I feel like maybe having a daughter where you have that actual... Like, damn, like, this is an innocent child who I'm responsible for. How their world and how their viewpoint of the world of shape is going to be based off everything I do, how I act around them, how I portray myself, how I treat their mother, how I treat others, how I am, how of a good role model I am around them. Because, and I'll say how I learned the most and things that I've taken away, I never, very rarely, here's the things that people get a misnomer about when you have you know, parents in your life, like 99% of the shit you learn isn't from these sit down talks, these deep sit down talks of this is what you do. This is like putting the arm around you. Like, you know, this is a lesson in life. You know, the, those things in the movies where their dad sits on the bed with the little spaceships above and like, no son, this is just a passage under the underpath and you're about to run over it. It's like, no, nah, that, that's not really how these things work. Typically, you see how they deal with things. You have your personal experience with your interaction with people. And then over time, you develop yours while still keeping the things you saw in mind and putting two and two together and figuring out what the fuck makes sense and what doesn't. That's my that's my opinion on that shit. It's never these sit-down talks, this is how you do things. You watch how they do things. And that's typically what you emulate, and that's typically what develops what you think in your beliefs, right? And so, I think I'm I'm someone for say I am a, I am mindful enough to know that, that I understand everything I do. They're watching. Somebody's watching me. Um, <laughs> it seems like a lot these days. <laughs> Keep the eyes on me, um, as J Cole would say. Whatever number is multiplied by three. Um, 
<laughs> or don't ask at all and it's infinity um <laughs> to infinity and the booty is beyond um but this is basically turned into how i want to be a father podcast but not ready i don't really want to be a father at this point in time but anyways going back to the thing jesus christ clint um I do think that having a daughter, quote unquote, for example, having a daughter first, compared to before where I always just wanted son first, son second, son third, maybe a daughter on the fourth one, you know, if we get that far, which chances are probably get snipped up after the third one because, you know, seeing how the finances are these days and how much shit costs, I don't know. I used to want five or six, but like each month I'm subtracting like half a kid. So, <laughs> ah, Jesus. Um, but it's um, I do wonder if having like a daughter would make me more kind of softer in a good way. Because I do think it's important to soften up a little bit when you have a daughter. You can't. You can't like I can't be going around calling my daughter. Stop being a little bitch like I would my son. Like, I would say that to my son. If he's being a little bitch, like, he's like, look, you, you got to stop being a little bitch, all right? But to my daughter, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Here's some hot cocoa. Um, <laughs> it's two different It's two different things, all right? But I think maybe with having a daughter would bring... Me to be more connected emotionally with other people's emotions. And I, I'm, I know I'm talking in a singular, like, first person about me. But I'm saying this because I feel with the way things are in the world, a lot of people are a lot more like this than not. Because in terms of survival, just to get by day by day without going insane, without worrying about this, that, and the other, you kind of have to... You kind of have to basically block things out and act like shit doesn't exist in a way. You really do. You really got to like narrow down as the older you get and the more responsibilities you add onto your plate. You have to take out, you have to literally dwindle down the shit you do and the shit you worry about. Because there comes a point where just like you're doing too much and you have too much and you can't even accomplish anything. All I do in the day on a typical day is work, exercise, workout, workout. I cook like shit, at least an hour and a half of my day is cooking. Jesus Christ. All I do is cook, work out, go to work, try to sleep, do a podcast when I can, shower, and that's literally the life of Clint, right? That's literally my life. And you know what? The simplicity of that is actually very joyful to me. I don't like that. I I, I used to hate when I would not have a structured day and I would have to fill in the time and you end up doing less because you have so much things and like, oh, I do this and that. You end up feeling like shit because you're not really doing anything. I have a plan of what I want in my life. And I am mostly doing it. Um, 
but on a, on a real note, it's the stress. The stress really hit me today when I was thinking about the next week and how much money's coming out of my account. And it's the middle of the month and it's not uh, rent and stuff. And it's like, damn, then two weeks after that, I got another crazy four figures coming out. Like, fuck. And that's why I was talking about the money part. But I, I know money part, like, you know, I'm going to work and I'm going to stay ahead of the chains or at least try to break even this month, all that stuff. And, but it's just like, damn, like, I'm, I want to feel a little bit different in life. And maybe that's why when, when you, I think the danger of when you just want something different, I've, I've kind of gone back and forth with this recently of when I, when you want to just feel different and want something new, do you, do you want something new just for the sake of it, just to kind of add a little something? I kind of lost my point. I had a really good point too. God damn it, Clint. Um, oh, like when you, like the dangers of want having that desire for something new is sometimes you you may invite something to your life of something new that could drastically change it, and that can be a child, for example. Let me just throw this out there. I don't have a child on the way. This is not a foreshadow to I have a child on the way pod. Um, well, let's hope not. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe somewhere out there. Um, but, you know, they're probably four or five by now. If that's what I think. Um, eh, you know, maybe it was just an empty threat. Maybe she was telling the truth. I don't know. Young love. Um, <laughs> Bye-bye 2001 Buick Century. Um <laughs> Well, I hope she got a fix so she could take our illegitimate child around. All right, that just got really fucked up. But by the way, the child doesn't exist, so it's okay. I can shit on him. Um, but, yeah, I think you got to be careful of... Sometimes we, we get we we get told of, oh, you need you need to add something different in your life. You need to, sp- you, you need to constantly be changing. It's like, meh, I mean... You shouldn't just be doing the same thing if you feel stagnated and you're not becoming better in some aspect. And I'm still growing within myself doing the same stuff that I do all the time because I still haven't perfected it. I still haven't mastered it. Like, and I think with, um... Yeah, it's just kind of like the danger of when you always kind of just want the new thing. Something that makes your life a little bit more different or a little bit more appeasable or makes it a little bit more ecstatic. You got to be careful because you may invite something like a child or another responsibility. You may... Typical people do is they start dating. They start going out a lot more, going on dates, fucking a lot of shit. And, you know, next thing you know, they get a date raped at a rave bathroom. And, you know, uh, I've been watching way too much True Detective, I tell you that. True Detective, by the way. Great fucking show. I'm watching the third season, the first season, with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. F- 
fucking amazing. The second season, pretty damn good. And third season, I watched a couple episodes, and at first, I was like, oh, this seems like, I don't know, this one may... And, like, damn, started getting into it. They have a thing, it's, work. it's a formula, and it's working. Um, that's fine. Call me a mainstream seller. I like mainstream shows. That's fine. I like shows that a lot of people like, and that's okay. This, oh, I'm into the underground music. I'm into the shows that nobody else watches. It's like, yeah, there's a reason why no one else watches it. It sucks, all right? You know what doesn't suck? True Detective, because they put a lot of fucking money and time into that shit, all right? But anyways, beautiful children. Um, <laughs> but no, inviting responsibility to your life just for the sake of it, inviting things that you're not sure you're really ready or want is a very, very terrible decision. Not terrible, but it is a very, um, is a very, uh, scary thing that you're inviting because when you invite other things, other feelings into a life where you have a very specific way of operating for individual purpose, individual goals, and you invite another person or you invite potentially another child, you got to ask yourself, do they need to fit in your world or do you need to adjust to fit in their world? Or do you need to show them a world that is a very inclusive world? Like, I, I don't know the answer to that. I think I had it good for the first 10 minutes or the first 10 seconds and then I kind of lost myself with my point. But essentially, do you tell others this is how it works, fit in or fit out? Or do you try to be a grown-up and do you actually try to like, hey, you know what, I there's things about me I need to change to make this work. You know, being an adult and shit. And until you're ready to actually do that, you probably shouldn't invite that stuff in your life. And I think that's something I'm kind of starting to realize is I I don't know if I should invite anything into my life. Because I'm I admit I'm a selfish douchebag. I am selfish. I admit it. I am a selfish person. It doesn't mean I'm not caring. It doesn't mean I won't do things for others. It doesn't. What I mean is I am not willing to change how I operate regardless of how it may make someone else feel. And that's really wow. Like when you like when I say that, even when I just like I've thought about it, but when I say it out loud, it's like, damn Clint, like what what's wrong with you? <laughs> Where's your trauma? It's like I don't even have trauma like that. I just like doing what I like to do. And I think there's a lot of people out there that they know they wouldn't change for anyone or anything. But they will be pressured or socially um, feel denied if they don't do quote unquote the right thing. Now here's what I'll say when it comes to that. When it comes to inviting a grown adult in your life, whether that's a friend, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, um, whatever it may be, there, you should not change a whole lot about what makes you you because that's why they're with you. 
And if you're the one that has the possessions or if you're the one that has the stake of, hey, this is like, this is, this is how it's going to be. Then you have every right to be like, this is how it's going to be, but still be mindful and caring, but you're giving someone the option to come into your world so they can live the life that what being you has, has provided or what being you has essentially made. Now, if it's a child, that child didn't ask to be here. They didn't really have a choice. So that's different where you should change. You should change everything. I mean, you shouldn't change what makes you a living and stuff, but you should change everything that would be, that would not be the best environment, not be the most conducive to raising a child and find ways to make that work. I'm not breaking any news here, but this is like, I think things, people, that, everything's just one side. It's like, <coughs> I think really it's just, I really thought at this age, I would be more ready to change for others. And, but I also feel like at this age is the time that I've actually, for the first time, I actually feel in such full control of my life that I have enough real respect for myself to say no and actually mean it and not feel a single ounce of guilt for feeling that way. And a lot of people say that because they feel they need to impose some empowerment. A lot of dudes say that because they feel they need to draw a line in the sand, but no one actually believes them when they do it because they really still want that person to go over the line. Like, please. Um, but I actually do not want anything in my life that I don't need. Less is more, in my opinion. Well, not money, but everything else. Less is more. Well, not pussy, but everything else. Less is more. At least, you know, like, hey, less podcast episodes equals more quality, right? Okay. <laughs> I'd be farting like crazy. I don't know if this I don't know if this microphone would be picking it up. But yeah. And I say all this and then you know what? If I were to knock up a girl tomorrow, I would drop everything I would do. If it meant I had to quit this podcast because I wouldn't have time. And you know what? Bye-bye podcast. We had a great run. Even though I would still sneak, I would still sneak a couple episodes a month. I would still find a way. Sneak sneak away into a closet. Do like a little 15-minute episode. Like, I need help. I can't do it. Um, this is too much. Why do people voluntarily do this? Um <laughs> But no. I just want to feel that. When I do bring a child in this world and when I do bring a special someone in my life, you know, I want to make sure that I am so in tune with who I am that everyone knows what's up. And I don't like, and that's the thing, I don't know. I admit that maybe I am the problem. I, I 100% am willing to be open to that. That 
for not wanting to change, for not wanting to change. And if someone from the outside looking in, if I were to tell them, they see, they'd be like, you know, there's better things you'd be doing with your day. It's like, you know what? Maybe. But this is what I do. And this is what I enjoy. And this is what caused me really good results. Ever since I started doing X, Y, and Z, these results have come into play. So you know what? I'm going to keep doing that, leveling up, plus manufacturing other things to make my life easier and better myself. And I just want to make sure that I have an environment that is stable. And I believe stability, the main root of stability is when the person that operates the environment that takes place is in charge of the environment that takes place. The people that look up to that person that they see what that person's standard they hold for themselves. And I want to be someone my kid looks up to me, my wife or girlfriend, whenever like it becomes at that point in my life, I want to make sure like you know what? What they have done, what they've done this point, look what has gotten them. And I'm not going to contest it. I honestly do feel that. I feel that I would be able to provide. I feel like I would I embody all I think I embody essentially all the characteristics that a woman needs. No. <laughs> It sounds so dickish when you say it like that. But I, I believe I embody all the characteristics that it means to lead a family, to be the king of a castle. God, I hate that fucking time. But essentially to be in charge of the domain you have created, to be the head of a household, because that is a real title that I would take pride in and what that entails. And... I don't know, yeah, I just, uh, I, more of the stories, I guess I just want a daughter. Um, <laughs> mothers be good to your daughters. Uh, I'd be the best single dad in history, but I wouldn't want to do that, because, you know, I love my children. Um, uh, so opera, all my children. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, I guess what you take away from today's pod is, um, don't feel shame in who you are and be okay with the fact that you, what makes you, 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 and to not invite things that aren't conducive to what you do. As long as what you're doing has actual shown something of signs that, Hey, this is going in a good direction. And so, yeah, I think it's just an important message for all the guys and gals to make sure that you uh make sure that you are doing what you need to do. And um yeah, I'll leave it there. All right, that was episode 188 of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell on all apps, but most important ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to suck some titties. And yeah, have a great day. Oh, baby. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, you want some nudity?
Stay.